Erica, and you're listening to Mommy Needs to Eat Too, empowering bad bitches from all walks of life. This week, in honor of Halloween, I wanted to talk about something kind of spooky, so I've decided to go ahead and discuss uh, werewolves, one of my greatest childhood fears, wolves and werewolves. And I think this fear kind of stemmed from a lot of TV shows and movies um, portraying wolves as these terrible creatures, which, I mean, I feel like that's somewhat justified. First, I want to talk to you about a neighborhood girl that I befriended. Uh, I think I was probably seven, seven seven-ish whenever she and I became friends. I don't remember a whole lot about her, just that she scared the actual shit out of me. One day we were out playing and God knows how this came up, you know how kids are. And she was talking about werewolves and she was like, let's go look at your mom and dad and look at the the hair on their arms. You can tell that somebody is going to turn into a werewolf if they're super hairy. So we go and look and it's like, well, she said, you know, they're, they're kind, they might be, they might turn into werewolves. And she looked at me and said, yeah, you're definitely going to turn into a werewolf. And I looked down at my arms and I thought, oh shit. Well, I didn't think, oh shit, because I was like seven or eight at the time. I thought, oh my, she's right. I am going to turn into a werewolf. Now, we're going to take a quick pause here, and we're going to take a deep dive into my childhood psyche. So this was not the first time I had had someone tell me that I was hairy. Oh no, it was not. Same neighborhood, different child, a little boy. And I, we were just playing outside, just normal, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary, just playing outside. And this little boy looks at me and says, wow, you're really hairy. Well, gee fucking thanks. That's what I needed to hear. That's exactly what this poor little child needed to hear about her arms and legs being fucking hairy. And, you know, honestly, I feel like <laughs> these two <laughs> incidents have been huge in my complex about body hair. Like, I hate having body hair. If I miss a spot shaving, I'm freaking out about it. Look down at my legs and there's a spot on my calf that I've missed shaving. I'm like, oh shit. Body hair to me feels dirty and gross and just not feminine. Anyway, back to my werewolf story. You know, we're talking and she's explaining werewolves to me and, you know, all the ins and outs. And basically, I'm just fucking doomed. Like, you're doomed. You're going to be a werewolf. So this is all going on in the back of my mind. And I I don't know exactly how I brought it up to my my parents. But I I vaguely remember asking my dad, like, hey, do you have any gold bullets? And I I think it was gold. It could have been something else. I probably should have uh, checked with my parents before I recorded this. But anyhow, we're going to say it was gold. We're going to go with gold. I I said, hey, daddy, do you have any gold bullets? And he just kind of looked at me and was like, well, no, but I think what you actually meant to ask was if, if we have any silver bullets. And so from there, you know, I talked to my mom and dad about what this little girl had told me and all the things. And they tried to explain to me, you know, werewolves aren't real, blah, blah, blah. I mean, at that point, it didn't fucking matter. I was already convinced. I really feel like I'm not doing the story justice because it legitimately fucking terrified me absolutely terrified me. I mean, keeping me up at night. I was having fucking nightmares. 
I, I can honestly, I can still recall two very specific nightmares about wolves. One of them, I was walking somewhere, it looks like a farm or something to that, something like that. And there was a giant stack of hay and it started shaking. And all of a sudden this goddamn wolf jumps out at me. And then I wake up. The other dream that I remember, nightmare, let's get it right. The other nightmare that I remember, we were at Taco Bell. Time out. Who fucking loves Taco Bell, right? You can't go wrong with a bean burrito and some of those nachos. But anyway, we were at Taco Bell and we come out and for some reason we're in one of those like big kidnapping vans, but it's like colored. It's not white and it and it's not blacked out windows, but it's a similar, similar style to that. And it's got like peach and green and weird ass colors on it. And you look in the windows and there are these wolves, but they weren't alive is the thing. They were like wolf carcasses almost. And to like a little kid, I guess that might be even more terrifying. I still have that image stuck in my head today. And I'm 34 years old. So, you know, I think a lot of my fears, like I said earlier, come from the portrayal of wolves and werewolves in pop culture. And, you know, at that time, oh, there was a Christmas movie. Oh, I don't remember which one it was, but it's like a claymation type movie. And if you remember this, like, please fucking email me, message me, tell me what, what the hell I'm talking about. There was a sheep but the sheep was like lost and there was like a nunnery. Anyhow, the wolf was the bad guy. Spoiler alert, the wolf was the bad guy, right? And of course, oh my God, I didn't remember this until here recently. I was watching The Sword in the Stone with my daughter and there's a goddamn wolf chasing little Arthur around the woods, like damn near eats him about 10 times. And I forgot how terrifying that was to me. And then finally, I don't know that the never ending story was huge around this time, but it was definitely one of my favorite movies growing up. Um, And if you're an an 80s, late 80s, 90s kid, you know the never-ending story. And the reason I bring up the never-ending story is because of the Gamork. For those of you who don't know the never-ending story, and I pity you, I truly pity you, because this is a true classic. (laughs) In a nutshell, there's a little boy, and he is being picked on by his peers and so he runs and hides in a library so first of all I can relate to this kid because I was a nerd as a kid I was that kid that got excited to go to the library the library was a treat for me and I was so disappointed I could only pick out you know two or three books I think they would let kids rent out at most and I'm going off on a tangent but just to further clarify my child nerdiness I 100% participated in the summer book reading contest every year and I definitely won one year anyway This little kid runs into, oh my God, it's not a library, it's a bookstore. Well, regardless, he runs into a bookstore to hide. Somehow he ends up with this book and it's called The Never Ending Story. And on the cover of the book, there's this emblem and it's two snakes. It's called an Orin. I don't know if the Orin is specific to The Never Ending Story or if it's a legitimate thing. Anyhow, it's two snakes. It looks like they're eating each other's tails more or less. Google it. Look it up. You have a fucking computer. So basically, this kid starts reading, his name is Sebastian. He starts reading this story, and you're all of a sudden you're in the story, and 
witnessing this story firsthand as Sebastian is reading it. Atreyu, the protagonist of the story within the story, is searching for the Empress so she can stop the... God, this makes no sense to anyone who's not seen it. He's looking for the Empress so she can stop the nothing that is taking, or the nothingness, that is taking over Fantasia, which is where they all live. The nothing or the nothingness is represented by these dark clouds rolling in and it just consumes anything in its path. And now we're going to get into the Gamork, the stuff of nightmares, animatronic nightmares. So he's, he's basically this giant wolf and he is stalking Atreyu throughout, throughout the story I don't want to spoil anything because I know all of you are just going to go right now to your local library and rent this thing, right? Basically, this giant wolf thing is stalking Atreyu throughout the whole story. And there's an end scene where they they battle. And well, I guess there will be a spoiler. Anyhow, one of my favorite movies of childhood. And, you know, there's a lot more more that that went into that movie. For the purposes of this podcast, that's that's about where we're going to we're going to leave it. So now we're going to go into the fun fact segment of the podcast. So, fun fact. Treyu, played by Noah Hathaway, nearly drowned filming the drowning scene in the Swamps of Sadness. Basically, his leg got caught on the elevator that was rigged to, I guess, kind of show the horse drowning. Spoiler alert, the horse drowns. He got pulled under, and by the time they brought him back to the surface, the poor little guy was unconscious. Uh, Another fun fact. That wasn't a very fun fact, was it? That's kind of a fucking terrifying fact. Another fun fact, this film was produced in Germany and it's actually completely dubbed in English and I did not know that until just a few days ago when I was doing some research for this. Explains a lot though. Finally, our last fun fact. So this poor Noah kid, bless his heart, he he really went through it in the filming of this movie. I mean, nowadays this shit would not fly. Absolutely not. During the scene where he fights the Gmork, Spoiler alert, he wins and the Gamork dies. Atreyu wins, let me clarify. Atreyu wins. (laughs) But evidently, this thing was so massive that whenever it pounced on him, in the very anticlimactic moment where he pounces and ends up getting stabbed with this dagger that Atreyu has, evidently it knocked the wind out of Noah and... Almost took his eye out. One of the claws almost took his eye out. So they only filmed that that scene one time. Thank goodness, right? I mean, for fuck's sake, is it really worth it? <laughs> Anyhow, that's uh, that's your fun fact segment for this episode. And I hope you enjoyed learning those little tidbits. And I hope that for those of you that uh, haven't seen The NeverEnding Story, that now you're intrigued enough to go out and watch it. Or maybe you just don't give a rat's ass. We're going to get into our final segment of the podcast today that is our hashtag treat yourself to preface since this is the first episode how many of you have seen parks and rec i'm sure a good chunk of you have and you know you know what i'm about to go into so treat yourself begins with donna and tom and eventually ben basically they have one day every year where they go out and they treat themselves whether you know that be buying yourself a nice pair of sunglasses or for uh, Ben Wyatt, it was it was a fucking Batman costume, full on, full like head to toe mask and everything, shoes, all of it. If you haven't seen that episode, you have to go and watch it. It's pretty funny. Anyway, I stole "Treat Yourself" from 
that episode. If I ever make it big, they're going to ding me with copyright probably or trademark or something. Each week, I want to take you through something that involves self-care, whether that be physical or mental, emotional. One of my biggest goals for this podcast is that you begin to realize that not only do your needs matter, but your wants, your desires, your dreams, your goals, they all still matter too. So we're going to get into a little bit now of why I decided to include this segment. Initially, I wanted to just tell stories and then share some fun facts, but I've always been passionate about uplifting other women, helping women, girls, um, teenage girls, you know, sorry dudes, (laughs) I care about you guys too, but I'm just, I'm very passionate about women's issues, I guess because I am a woman and I have had a lot of issues, (laughs) but for real, for those of you that don't know, I have a almost two and a half year old and a nine month old. Yeah, they are very close together. Yes, I know. And yes, we know how, how babies are made. We get it. We knew what we were doing. It happened. We love our babies. We're happy now. It's fine. Everything's fine. I've always been one. I'm very involved in like my skincare and I'm very like a lot of people would say bougie when it comes to my makeup and my skincare, my hair care, all of that. Super bougie. And if you don't know what bougie means, super pricey, expensive, over the top, extra, not basic. I just sounded like such a millennial. Oh, who am I? Anyway, after our daughter was born, everything changed. Literally. I mean, for for any of you who, who have kids, you understand. Your life changes completely, entirely. And it's a great thing. It's a wonderful thing. And I know for me personally, I became so focused on her and then now my son as well that I stopped caring so much about myself. And I think to some degree, that's okay. That's fine. I'm caring for two small children. Obviously, my husband (laughs) helps too. Let's not forget about him. But to the degree that I stopped caring became a real issue. And it's something I'm still working on. Let's be real. I was showering maybe once a week. And, you know, the other thing is with us being in this pandemic, that only contributes to, you know, the lack of self-care, I think. Sometimes I just, I don't, I wouldn't eat properly. I wouldn't eat. I'd skip a meal. I'd miss a meal. And let me tell you, this bitch loves to eat. I love food. I just became so engrossed and even overwhelmed with taking care of these two little humans that my needs fell by the wayside. And not only that, but, you know, obviously I'm not going out and spending 200 bucks on a freaking eye cream, you know, not that I ever did, but that that was hyperbolic for sure. You know, washing my face every night still doesn't happen. I'm not going to lie. If I wear makeup, yes, I'm going to wash my face that night. But if I didn't wear makeup that day, odds are I'm probably not going to go wash my face. And that's something I used to be very religious about. I would wash my face once in the morning, once in the evening. I would use, you know, my toner, my serum, my face cream, my eye cream, all the things. That's just one example of how my self-care routine really started to, to fall away. And it even got to the point several months back that I hadn't planned on getting into this, but here we are. I, it got to the point that I didn't remember to fill my prescription. And in later episodes, we'll talk about what my script is for. and I'll go into that 
in detail later on, but just suffice it to say, I was going through some serious withdrawals. I felt like I was going crazy. I, my head hurt all the time. I was exhausted. I mean, you know what, you know what drug withdrawals are and it's a prescription. I'm not doing any illegal drugs. Let me clarify. It is a prescription and it's one that you can go into withdrawal from if you only miss, you know, one or two doses. I mean, it's, it's a pretty quick thing. Anyhow, like I said, we'll get into that later on. Not for this episode. But anyway, I, I figured I can't be the only one going through this, right? You know, I, I can't be the only one. And I'm not, and it's not just being a mom. It's working. Whatever it might be. There, it's going to school. You know, it's just being a fucking human in a goddamn pandemic. We are all going through our own struggles. And I want you to know that your needs they matter. You need to eat. You need to sleep. You need to shower. You need to drink. And I'm not talking about alcohol. I'm talking about fluid, water. (laughs) Your desires and your dreams and your wants, those things that you want, they still matter. Regardless of your situation, regardless of how far you've fallen into this hole of no longer caring for yourself, you need to climb the fuck back out of it and start taking care of yourself. And that's what I want for this podcast. That's what I want for you. So each week I'm going to bring you a little, a little moment that you can have to yourself. And I'm going to challenge you to do something that week. I'm challenging myself as well. I mean, this is not just for for all of you. It's for me too. I'm preaching to myself right now. Trust me. So this week, good Lord, that got deep really quick. I need a moment. This week we're going to be talking about body hair, body hair. And here's the thing. I don't care if you love your body hair or you hate it. Like one way or another, let's take care of it. So recently I uh, came across, I'm sure some of you have heard of this. Um, I came across fur and I love their view on body hair. They're all about taking care of your skin, taking care of your body hair, and they make an oil. It's mainly for your uh, bikini area. It's was the goal in mind, but of course it applies to any body hair, like your underarms, your legs, your arms, you know, what the hell ever. And it's this oil that makes your hair soft. Um, it is good for your skin. It helps with razor burn. It helps with ingrowns, all that type of thing. And, um, yeah, I'm not sponsored. I, this is my first fucking episode. Like, let's be real. I'm not going to get sponsored, (laughs) but I'm just saying I bought the fur ingrown concentrate and they have a little mitt that you kind of scrub your skin with. And again, it's geared toward your bush, your bikini area. But I actually um, use the scrub, scrubby mitt on my underarms and the oil and everything after. And oh my God, my underarms are completely different now. I mean, I'm amazed. I, I'm usually very bumpy and irritated and just have ingrowns and it's just a shit show under there. But it looks like regular ass skin now. And I've not used it that for that long. I've only had it for a few weeks and it's amazing. And I, I will say it's pricey. It's not cheap. But if it's something you can afford, I highly recommend it. Another thing I just started trying is <laughs> a single blade safety razor. Basically, it's a straight razor, but built into the form of like your typical plastic or cartridge razors, which first of all, you're saving the planet and all that shit. <laughs> so that's good. Number one. And then secondly, 
it doesn't cause as many ingrowns because you're just using the single blade. I used it for the first time the other night. And yes, there's a bit of a learning curve and all that. So keep that in mind if you do decide to go that route. But I'm loving it. I, it's it's uh, taking, taking shaving because I hate shaving. I hate it. I hate it because my skin is very sensitive. I get razor burn easily. I have razor bumps all the time. I mean, I legit have tons of ingrown discoloration, all that. It's a fucking nightmare. Regardless of what you decide to do with your body hair, you know, whether it's keep it, whether it's trim it, whether shave it, wax it, do that this week. You know, if you, if you don't like having hairy legs, take a, take, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, lather up some shaving cream. If you don't have shaving cream, baby, use some conditioner from your hair. That shit works just the same. Use your conditioner and just lather up your legs and just have a moment. Have a moment. Remember the first time you shaved your legs and what that felt like in that experience and revisit that <laughs> with yourself. Or if it was very traumatic or if it was awful, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, but go back to that excitement of being able to shave your legs for the first time and that whole thing. And if, you know, if you like your body hair, then fuck girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever. Oil it up, man. Get some nice oils because, I mean, the fur oil, yes, super pricey. But there are definitely cheaper alternatives. Ooh, I don't like that word, cheap. Less expensive alternatives out there. So, you know, whatever the case might be, take care of your body hair. And just take that moment for yourself this week, as silly as it might seem. And here's the other thing. If you are going to be removing your body hair, exfoliate, baby. Exfoliate before you you shave because it's going to help open up those pores and you're you're just going to get a better shave and you're going to have a better experience. So exfoliate beforehand. Take that moment for yourself at, at least once this week, at least. And we'll uh, we'll reconvene next week with a new a new tip. And hopefully these tips you just add, you know, each week to your repertoire and they become, you know, more of daily habits rather than just like a weekly challenge. Anyhow, Thank you so much for listening. I cannot even begin to tell you how much I appreciate it. I'm just some random ass bitch rambling on and on about random ass shit. And the fact that you listened makes me very happy. (laughs) And as I said, I, I want to encourage you to think about yourself because that's okay. That is more than okay. You need to think about yourself. You need to take some time for you. So take that moment, simmer in it. And remember that you matter and you're worth it. Oh, I think that's somebody's. Oh, that's a that's a slogan for somebody else. But that's okay. You are worth it. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, this is Mommy Needs to Eat Too, empowering bad bitches from all walks of life. Uh, if you would like more content, there is an Instagram page. It's Mommy Needs to Eat Too. Mommy Needs the number two, E-A-T-T-O-O. Give me a follow. Give me a like. Give me a shout out. DM me. I don't care. Do whatever you got to do. Also, please review, rate, subscribe, share with your friends, share with your enemies, share with everybody. I don't give a fuck as long as you're listening. <laughs> do all the things. I, I want I want to share this great empowering message with everybody. If, if you can do me this favor, go to Podchaser. It's podchaser.com and look up Mommy Needs to Eat Too. Leave me a review. If you didn't like it, tell me. I want to know what you want to hear. Because this is for you, right? I mean, it's for me too. Let's let's be real. 
because this is therapy for me. (laughs) But positive, negative, indifferent, let me know what you think. And I will see you again next week where we will be talking about the time I peed on myself while I was running a track meet. All right. Love you all. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.